www.rumblingrumors.com presents Rumbling Reality, the podcast for real wrestling fans, body slams, and a chair shot to the ears. Here's your host. I'm Ramsey. I'm Troy. And I'm T. Ravis. I guess Travis is changing his name again today. What's well, up, I mean, everyone? I have to. Y'all are, you're Ram Jam, and I've got Sean Megawatts. <laughs> uh, yeah, I forgot about that, yeah. We all tried to forget about that. Okay, next. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to start off with some news and rumors, then we'll get into all of our, you know, uh, Royal Rumble talk, which I'm sure we have a lot of. Okay. Yeah, yeah this is going to be interesting. Yeah. This week, Arnold is going to be inducted into the 2015 Hall of Fame. A lot of people online are saying, why is he being inducted? But, I mean, there's so many guys that haven't even barely been in wrestling for more than five minutes and get a Hall of Fame spot. So, what do you guys think? All right. Well, he's a celebrity. He just have to go in. That's horrible. That's, that's the worst. Leave me alone. It's still early in the morning, so that give me true. a minute. Yeah, guys, we record this like at nine thirty, ten in the morning. So yeah, because yeah, <laughs> I mean, has got to be to. Well, actually, no. Sunday, you're off, aren't you? It's my only day off every week, so I have a lot of things to do. Then why the heck do we do this in the morning? Because I have a I lot demand of... a different schedule as of next week. It doesn't matter what you demand. You're already aware. I'm a diva. I've already said this and established <laughs> this before. We go on when I say we go on. Well, it's just easier because I because I get to have to edit. I can't talk. I have to edit it and put it online. That's like an hour and a half of me doing crap. So I mean, okay, I want to well, get it all done before man. twelve. All forgiven, then. Okay. And anybody out there who's thinking I'm going diva, chill out, y'all. It's just a joke. You're always a diva. Let's see. Ray Mysterio <laughs> could. Ray Mysterio could actually be at the end of his career with WWE, which I don't know if this is true or not. But supposedly there's talks about him maybe re-signing or him actually not wanting to sign again. What do you guys think? Ah. Uh. Sure, what, what, what do you got on this one? I'm not a big Rey Mysterio fan, so. <laughs> yeah, that's that's exactly what I was going to say. I mean, the guy's entertaining. He's never really been one of my favorites, so. I mean, whether he yeah. comes back or not, I mean, he still, he still has, a, has had a great career, so. Yeah. Yeah, I think I kind of have to agree with y'all, but, it, I mean, my my Ray Mysterio history goes a little bit deeper than just his debut in 2002. Yeah, you know, before for, for everybody who WCW. oh yeah, That's for everybody really who good. doesn't know, you know, I was I was the biggest WCW fan back as a kid. So I mean, I knew about Ray Mysterio Jr. before he was Ray Mysterio. Beer, beer, beer. Sorry, after WCW, I think NWO. I don't know why. Oh, of course. I mean, I mean, you, you have to. Honestly, you can't go. You can't think of uh, WCW without NWO. It's kind back of back right. to more important news. Drew McIntyre makes this. Oh, 
This could don't be a spoiler. start ruining my bit. <laughs> this could be a spoiler. It's just news and rumors. Uh, it, no, it's spoiler. It could be a spoiler, but it's actually on ImpactWrestling.com's intro to their site. So obviously they're not trying to save it. It's uh, Drew McIntyre actually debuts in um, Glasgow, Scotland, I think like three or four days ago or something like that. It's not a yeah. big spoiler, but whatever. Next thing. First off, ladies and gentlemen, it is a big spoiler because he ruined my TNA talk for the day. No, no, we'll, we'll, go, we'll, go, we'll go back to you later. Uh, okay. Let's see. Brock's. Okay, this is one thing I was amazed by yesterday. I put it on uh, www.rumblingrumors.com. And uh, did you guys know Brock has a tramp stamp now? I do now. Yeah, I, saw, I saw the picture yesterday, yeah. I was like, man. I don't know if Sable is on Not only does he have one, but what does it, you know what it says. Kill them all. But yeah, that's, that's what I was going to say. Can you really call that a tramp stamp? I mean, are you seriously yeah. going to walk up to Brock Lesnar and be like, dude, oh, you got a tramp stamp? And then you look and see yeah. what it says, and you know that he's going to do exactly what that says. Give me one second. Sorry, guys. Sorry, I had to pause that real quick because my dog's freaking out. Sorry, this is uh, real time. <laughs> okay, sorry. Back to the topic of Brock Lesnar. What are you guys saying about his uh, tramp stamp? Or did you guys again? I'm not dissing it. I'm, I'm a little bit smarter. <laughs> yeah. You're smarter. I don't know. It doesn't yeah. add to his persona at all when you have a tramp stamp that says "kill them all" right above your butt line. Whatever. I don't know. To me, that I think that probably makes makes it worse. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, he's definitely not one of the guys that you would see in the gym and say, "Hey, why you got trips so. <laughs> That's true. No, no, you're you're looking at probably taking a nap six feet under if you want to actually try to insult him. That's Undertaker's line. Absolutely. No, no, this is Brock Lesnar because let's face it, Brock Lesnar is the one behind no. the twenty-one and one. That's Paul Heyman. No, he is. He's the number one. He's he's one. He's the twenty-one and one. You're going to make me one. myself one too many times. Okay, let's see. <laughs> okay, um, I didn't know this either. Kane has had 42 career career eliminations in the Rumble now. History making. Did you guys know that? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what else is new? Hey, I mean, give him something, please. I mean, I do give him something. He's a former champion, and he's got that to his belt. What else is new? Okay. What a... <laughs> What else in news and rumors? Um, I'm trying to think. What else happened this week that was really important? Uh, the Besides, Raw broadcast. What was it? The whole entire Raw broadcast. Yeah, I know. We'll get into that later. I'll tell you news and rumors. I got about, you. I got you. Um, well, I can give, if, you, if you want, I can go back to a TNA topic real quick because it wasn't just Drew McIntyre who made his TNA debut over the weekend. Somebody, who else? We had a returning, it was a return, as a matter of fact. Uh, we had the return of former WWE uh, Women's Champion and a former TNA Knockouts Champion, too. Mickey James returned to TNA over the weekend. Okay, yeah, I didn't know that either. Yeah, it's, a, it's for those that don't know, a little backstage uh, news going on. She's actually, I believe, in, she's either engaged or married now uh, to one of their... Uh, I don't know if I necessarily want to call him top tier, but he's definitely a good talent. Um, Magnus. 
for, for those that don't watch TNA, they actually are an item outside the ring, and they actually just had a child last year. So she uh, she actually came back to the company and is, I don't know exactly the terms of her contract, but she's she's back in TNA now. Huh. I need to write something about that later. Okay, and, uh, oh, did you guys hear about Mick Foley cheating at a wing competition? <laughs> It was like a yeah, uh, basketball tournament or something. It was like in front of like you know the whole crowd of basketball guys in an arena, and they had some like wing competition. It may have been a joke, but he was putting the wings under his um, uh, shirt, and then the cameras caught him and they disqualified him. See, but I mean, who's really going to take that seriously, though? Yeah, Mick Foley's going to cheat at a wing. You don't think oh. he did that <laughs> yeah. for humor? Oh yeah, I hope so. Some people take it serious. Yeah, well, you know, those are the ones that need to go on a diet. That's true. <laughs> okay. I guess that's there's no major, like, rumors that I can think of right now. Let's just go straight into the topics. Okay. Yeah, because we do off, have a lot of them. Oh, yeah. First off, what do you guys think about Raw on Monday having, like, an interview-based edition? Did you guys like it? <laughs> Who wants to go first? I did. Yeah. I actually have to say I, I was I, I want to give props out to Byron Saxton. Um, he that guy right there for being I guess quote unquote a newbie on a WWE announced team, which for the actually he's not. He he used to be the broadcaster on ECW after Matt Stryker left. But um, he did. I have to be honest. I was highly impressed that. I think WWE is starting to go the reality route, like literally the reality route. Hopefully. And I said, I, well, I say that because if you noticed in his interview with Roman Reigns, I don't know if they were they were trying to break a little bit of kayfabe or what, but I was like, man, Byron's, you know, I guess, just for heads up, excuse my language here, but Byron's got some balls, you know? He was like, balls he has he, he, he asked Roman Reigns point blank. There are some that have said that you are hand chosen to lead this company i'm like whoa that's that's behind the scenes they just took they just brought that to the camera you won't be was, that's true i didn't think about that when i was watching actually i just i was i was shocked i was like yeah. are they really doing this now they are literally asking him legitimate questions as if this was you know like uh people magazine or something like that they're asking real too, questions though, everybody already knows this stuff's planned i agree no, I agree. That's what I'm saying. I, I give props because I was like, that was that was impressive. I was very highly impressed that they went that route. Tron, what do you think about it? Did you enjoy it? My voice is going out. Yeah, I too. I, I too thought it was it was it was entertaining. To me, it, it almost came across as like you know ESPN. Yeah. Style broadcast, which I thought was cool. You know, just like Travis said, you know, the authentic, you know, real interviews that we as fans want to hear. You know, was was on on task not only in the Reigns interview, but also in the Daniel Bryan and and um, yeah. Seth Rollins interview as well. So That's I enjoyed it. They actually have a couple of the outtakes of Daniel Bryan's little interview. You should go watch them on uh, YouTube. It's pretty. Yeah, funny. I don't know if I want to do that because that's going to ruin my spiel and my props to them if I do that. Well, it, it wasn't bad. <laughs> it was just like at the very end, he was like uh, talking to Renee Young about like, oh. Was that good or other stuff? It's pretty funny to see like him break straight away from his character to like real life. You don't really. See you know, that I think if if we're still on the raw the raw subject, mm -hmm. um, 
it was it, this kind of plays in a little bit to the article that I that I wrote earlier this week, um, which can be read on www.rumblingrumors.com. What's it called? Anyway, <laughs> it is called Shaping Up WrestleMania, which yes. was originally going to be just the title, and then my esteemed colleague decided to add Undertaker, Wyatt, Cena, and more. Yeah, that's kind of <laughs> how you uh, attract people to your article. Mm-hmm. I, okay, okay. I was like, that's the long name of an article, but okay. Hey, I still kept your... No, no, I still kept your main name. That was just the um, detailed description for Google whenever it oh, no, searches. I, I'm giving you a hard time, okay. my friend. But with your, you got, I never explained it to you guys. Whenever you guys give me the ghetto title of your articles, whatever... I try to Did you just call them ghetto titles? Yeah. I try to put more on it so when people type it in, they can actually, like, find it online. Because you don't know what title our articles. Yeah. yeah. No, the title. <laughs> the title. Yeah, they were ghetto, I wouldn't put them online. Okay, or, or <laughs> go. okay, keep going, Travis. Okay. What I was saying was um, I personally think the, uh, the whole – scenario and everything like that with uh, Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar I thought was really good um, and then to find out the next day that uh, I guess uh, which I later went back and watched it because I, I'll be honest guys I fell asleep okay I mean I was tired but uh, I rewatched the interview segment uh, the next morning on my phone on YouTube mm-hmm. and I was like oh, wow so I was like, wow, Roman Reigns is doing really well. I mean, the promo's being delivered well. It's, it's, I'm like, okay, I, I'm kind of getting into this now. This, I was like, there's a little hope here. This could be good for Mania. You know, Paul Reigns' history lesson at the very beginning was, uh, was phenomenal. And anyway, actually, I, what I wrote down and, was Paul Heyman already saved this Reigns-Brock match in my mind. Never that is, no, I agree 100, 100%. And that is why I said what I said about Paul Heyman. He's going to carry this storyline. All the way to WrestleMania, in my opinion. Yeah, um, I actually wrote that down but, because once I saw the, sto- the storyline with him, I was like, "That is why Paul Heyman is Paul Heyman. He exactly, he's carrying exactly. these two guys, carrying them." But here's here was my uh, point, and this is my complaint with the whole thing: is I went back later and watched uh, the interview on uh, the DVR that I had set uh, for the actual show because I had read that somebody was feeding Roman Reigns lines and you could hear it on the live broadcast. Uh-uh. So I went back and watched it and you can, you can, you can hear somebody is feeding him lines. And then it was like right there. It took my interest away again. Are you serious? Right off the bat. Yes, because That's... you have to understand it. And this is why I say that in wrestling, you have to have charisma and personality. You have to be able to bring something like that lines. to the table. <laughs> Do what? You have to at least remember your own lines. You shouldn't even be remembering lines. It, it goes back to what Stone Cold and Triple H and The Rock all had to do back in their day. Man, you they were given my, uh, appeal now because I was getting kind of excited for these guys. That's what I'm saying. They were given. I mean, back in the day, they were given cliff notes, and they said, yeah, "We yeah. want you to talk about this, and they want you to talk about that." You just spin it in your own way. This is the problem with wrestling is you can't give people lines that you think are going to fit that character. Why do you think Stone Cold became so successful? Because yeah, he went up there and he just said what was on his mind. And speaking of Stone Cold, I'm not the only one who thought that Roman Reigns isn't ready, along with the rest of the internet wrestling uh, community. Stone Cold said himself that he doesn't feel like Reigns is ready. Podcast. 
Yep. I listen to it too. I just, I, it's, it's so unfortunate because I, again, I've said it before. Roman Reigns has a great upside. I do think he can be the face of the company. Do I think he can do that at this very moment and time? One hundred percent, absolutely not. Okay, we'll, we'll get back to Reigns. We'll save some. Uh, we'll get a little breather from Reigns. Some people get. Some people are already tired of talking about Reigns all week and all the sides talking about Reigns. Let's yeah, talk about somebody who clearly shined at the Royal Rumble. Seth Rollins. He good he, and he showed that he's a main eventer. I'm sure uh Sharon which are on, you picked Seth Rollins, didn't you? Or no? Yeah, yeah, I picked Seth Rollins, man. I was on the edge of my seat. I actually thought that there were there were times during that match where he was actually gonna pull it off. But uh, from um you know, jumping sm- you know, smashing Brock Lesnar oh, through man. the table, you know, doing the, the Phoenix on on, on John Cena. You know, uh, he definitely stole the show, and in my opinion, that that world title match definitely saved the pay per view. So, man, it um, really did. Travis, what do you think about? Yeah, it? hopefully. No, go ahead, Sean. What were you saying? Go. Oh no, I was going to say hopefully uh, I you know I can get to see uh, the title on his waist. So. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, there will. Oh yeah, I I was going to say you know I know I know Seth Rollins. Uh, if, on Sharon's Facebook page, you know, I, I've seen him over the last couple of weeks. He's been he's been a big endorser of Seth Rollins, and you know, <laughs> I, I myself watching him in his NXT days, you know, I thought myself as well that Seth Rollins is going to be a golden boy once he gets up to the main roster. But it took it's taken a while for for him to actually convince me that he's a legitimate heel, that he's going to be a legitimate threat to the title or anybody that holds it. And this past Sunday at the Royal Rumble in that triple threat match, and I even said it in my article as well, Seth Rollins, in my book, not only is he the best heel in the company at the moment in time, not named Triple H, mm-hmm. but he is indeed a main event player. Oh, yeah. And if he, if, he is not, if he is not involved in any of the main stories in WWE from this point on, he, they're doing a dis- WWE. I'm oh, saying is doing a disservice I think to even themselves. Stone Cold show, or I'm not sure who said it on Stone Cold show the other day. I mean, um, he has been the most consistently booked in the last six months compared to any of the other newer guys, and he's been booked. Oh yeah. Fast. So I just don't. If they can see Seth Rollins and how they did, at least the creative writers right now. If they can see Seth Rollins pushing how are they've done it, I don't know why they don't do the same thing for Reigns and these guys instead of feeding them lines, like you said, and, you know, just not giving well, them a good, you know. Some people just have it, you know. I mean, Dean Ambrose, he's another guy that just has it, you know. Um, Daniel well, let's, Bryan, let's to I that think, topic. is the guy that just has it. Huh? Let's get to that topic because I have a topic, Ambrose. Do you, you think Ambrose is losing reactions in the WWE? Like, you think he's... Uh, <sighs> You mean as far as like for fans or for fans, creative? Fans, everything. I don't think the fans. Well, I mean the fans. The fans yeah, the fans still. I mean the fans. He still gets a big pop when he comes out. It's just the whole thing. But see, for me, the biggest, the biggest problem that I have with Roman Reigns is the fact that what you guys have said. You know, Rollins has shown, you know, showed his worth over these past, you know, six months. When Dean Ambrose has shown that he can actually, you know, be in a main spot and handle promos and. And you know, give the fans what they want, and it just seems like regardless of what those two guys do, you know, Reigns is still in the forefront, and he hasn't really he hasn't shown me enough 
that he can, you know, can carry the company or even carry a made event match. That's why exactly. I, I don't buy it, man. I can't. I they're, they're not going to convince me that Reigns is going to be the one that beats the one in twenty one and one. I can't. I just no, if no, he wins the title, it has to be it has to be by somebody helping him. If, if he, he can't win clean, I'm not buying that. I, I'm not buying that he's going to win this match clean. No, there's no way. I mean, in in a legitimate thinking process, there is no way that we can be convinced in a short two-month time span that this guy, Brock Lesnar, who has dominated WWE, and more so than what he did in his very first run back with the company in 2002, this guy right. has beaten... This guy has beaten The Undertaker's WrestleMania streak. Yeah. This guy has thrown John Cena from left to right over and over right. again. You know, he's beaten the Yeah, I mean, he's, he, he's the WWE champion now. This guy has done more for his, his WWE career, I believe, just in the last three years of him being back than yeah. what he did in 2002 for the first two years. Yeah, granted, Brock Lesnar now is a four-time WWE champion, and, he, and three of those titles he won in his first reign. And like you were saying, Sean, he beat The Rock back in 2002. He beat Undertaker back in 2002. He beat Kurt Angle in the big show in 2003. I mean, Lesnar's got the notable opponents, but I don't think he had as much of an impact back then as he does now. I mean, Brock Lesnar is, I think, honestly, he is that what the marquee says. He is the beast. And you cannot convince me that Roman Reigns with a Superman punch and a spear is going to beat Brock Lesnar. <laughs> the Superman punch is good. I actually like it now. I do, too. I but, like the Superman punch, too. And he delivers a spear better, than, in my opinion, than a lot of guys have. I'm just, I'm yeah. just putting that out. I think honestly, although I did like the way I, did, I used to like the way Rhino did. Do what? I said although I did kind of like uh, you know Rhino's version, but you know Reigns does execute it you know a little bit better. He does, uh, in my opinion. I think honestly, and it's and no disrespect to Edge, but I think his spear is better than Edge. I think his looks way yeah. better. Yeah, that's but, true. Yeah. I have a. Man, I have a theory. I have a theory about the the championship match in Mania that I've actually been thinking about for a couple of days. Sure. Yeah. Um, is there any possible way that because there's there's like maybe a small chance I can see this happening, but I'm not really sure. So it's not a spoiler or anything. But is there any way that you guys can probably see you know Heyman destroying Lesnar to help Reigns win the title? Well, you know. Yeah. Basically, you know, the reason why the reason why I say that is because of the stuff they said in the interview. You know how even though he was giving you know kudos to Reigns, he was also in some parts of the interview comparing his run now to Brock's run. You know, too, even though it's nowhere near the same, but he was still kind of making those comparisons. You know about the you know the whole thing about you know Heyman saying that he respects Reigns. And a lot of times when when you hear you know Heyman talk on the mic when he's associated with Brock, he's never really said that he's respect. Brock's opponent. You know, honestly, honestly, I didn't even think about that. And now, just in the last two minutes of you presenting <laughs> this theory, yeah. at first when you said that, I was thinking, "No, this guy's this guy crazy. He's already thinking of something stupid." But then, when you started <laughs> when you started processing it there and started kind of dissecting it a little bit, 
let's I mean, let's look at it. Brock Lesnar, he's getting a great fan reaction. He's almost becoming an anti babyface. You know, he's the well, anti hero almost again. Most of the podcasts that uh, a lot of major things could happen come WrestleMania with Paul Heyman and Brock Lesnar turning. By I, the way. Well, what I was going to point to Sharon's theory was that uh, it could be a situation of you know what happened with like what he was saying in 2002 with Lesnar and Heyman when uh, Lesnar first lost to the Big Show and Heyman betrayed Lesnar to go with Big Show. What if, right. to, to Sharon's point, what if Roman Reigns goes in with these chorus of boos? Because, I mean, uh, I mean granted, he's got, he's got a lot of fan favorites, but it's mostly kids and women. Let's call a spade a spade. Right. Uh, but the legit wrestling fans... Well, those are my fans, if, too. What if, to Sharon's theory, what if Heyman betrays Lesnar and Lesnar is automatically made this good guy again That's what they said and Reigns about. becomes the bad guy? That's actually what Stone Cold and uh, them are saying a couple days ago on the podcast. They're saying that if they do not have let or let Brock Lesnar churn before he actually leaves and give him a nice little face churn and a nice little run with it, then they're you know not doing right for the company because they could he could sell so many shirts and. Uh, he has that uh, appeal to be a face because he just wants to wrestle and fight compared to the guys who want to suck up to the crowd and, you know, barely do a good match. And I do got to say, Lesnar's matches now are actually decent. Before, when he first came back, it kind of got getting crappy. Not, he doesn't have to do a lot of moves, you know, to make his matches great, which is which is right. rare because, you know, seen on those guys, they get booed the hell out of the ring just for doing four or five moves a match. But Lesnar does not four or five moves, but his moves are just, I don't know, I guess because we don't see it every week, it's just so more impactful to me. He, 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 also, was, he also wants to be in better shape. Oh, God. I don't know about y'all, but I thought when he walked out, like, it was it was kind of like in the beginning of January, it looked like he had kind of dropped a little bit of weight, but then it's like mm -hmm. he came out for the Royal Rumble, and if he did, he gained it back real quick with some muscle to replace it because he looked like a freaking beast. Literally. Yeah. Okay, what do you guys yeah. think about The Rock being The Rock picking his spots now to come back to the WWE? Because obviously, what happened at the Rumble, you could tell by his face. And the, <laughs> I mean, if you go to RumbleinRumors.com, I made I made a meme like maybe 30 minutes after the Rumble is over, and you can see The Rock's face is just evidently shocked that he's getting booed by the fans once he rains, uh, raises Roman's hands. And I'm thinking, man, it's not good for his uh, PR. Think about you know all the little channels and stations that report The Rock coming for the Royal Rumble, and then the next thing they see is uh, WWE cancel the network trending worldwide hashtag crap, and then you also have um, people just booing, and people ran outside at the car, uh, standing outside in the cars, and I mean, it, I don't know. To me, it's like if I was The Rock. I would really, really pick my spots now to come back and help people, because it doesn't. Yeah, help well, them I one think bit. I think that was. I think they were in desperation mode. On Obviously, because, yeah, because yeah, I, that I, was clearly a. I don't know. That, if that was clearly I, a help out of help out his family. I think. Oh all yeah, that was I don't planned. know if it was something planned. No, I do. I don't know if that I was something was planned. planned, but I tell you what, if it was, even if it was planned, and not just like a last minute, hey, we need you to go out there and you know get uh, get this get this back up, let's save this crowd. Even if that was the case, either way, 
the rock couldn't have stayed in that crowd. Oh, There's yeah. no way. Right. Well, it's funny because right. when he first were, came out, were and ran out. Were actually, the funny part is the first part when he first came out and che er, ran outside and he they were cheering him. Got a huge pop. Yeah, but the pop lasted like maybe a minute, and then all of a sudden, uh, I think Superman Punch hits a big show, and then the rock bottom. But then once he raises the hands, uh, it was well, man. It's just his face. Yeah, I've just never seen The Rock so off his game. Especially the, oh, interview, really? the interview after in the backstage. You guys saw that, right? The yeah, interview. that was so uncomfortable. Oh, my that, was, that was one of the most uncomfortable interviews I've ever seen in my life. It really he was. was. It really he was. Tell. He was legitimately upset. And apparently from what they said uh, uh, backstage news, uh, they said The Rock was uh, they said was The Rock pissed or it was, it was the name of some kind of uh, article that I read. And uh, I guess apparently uh, The Rock wasn't too happy with the reaction from the Rumble crowd because uh, I it's guess, he, Philly, I guess they were Philly's known for rooting well, for. No, it, it, it wasn't that no, it was he, happy he had to be the, smart. No, uh, yeah, I and mean, what I'm saying is that it wasn't that he he was upset with you know oh you know the the booze towards him. It was more like wow. The WWE is this desperate that now they're sending me because you could tell he was frustrated. Oh yeah, like if like he there like I said he couldn't have saved that. There's the Rock, no way. The Rock doesn't have. That's the thing with The Rock. He does not have to come back. I mean he's he's given so much to the industry already. He has movies all the time now. I mean all of his movies are like blockbuster movies, not like the crap he did about seven or eight years ago. All of his movies right. now are like headline movies. So for him to keep right. him back to WWE, yeah, it's like a free advertisement for him, but really it helps the WWE uh, just as much, if not more, than it helps The Rock. So, I mean, oh, absolutely. Because it makes ratings. I mean, The Rock is now a legitimate, bona fide movie star. Oh, there's yeah. no there's no question of that, because, I mean, I, I think we can all agree, you know, some of The Rock's first movies, uh, they were not blunders, but so, a lot of them... Well, yeah, <laughs> I mean, honestly, I've watched the Scorpion King one time through it. Uh, There's a I reason love for that. Movie. Are you kidding me? It, that that movie, come on. He didn't even let's, talk. That's a good part. No, come on. Let's be real about <laughs> I liked, it. I liked Scorpion it a lot. King honestly. is a bad piece of footage. Oh, what I was gonna say though, yeah. I'm so biased when it comes to wrestlers being in movies. It's very rare. I'm like that sucked because I just love seeing the wrestlers in movies. So, I do too, but I mean H that was that's one of those ones where it's like, okay, you got to be real about this. This movie blows. <laughs> yeah, I know. especially yeah. when Triple H was in this movie, it was like, oh my gosh, I have to finish this movie because Triple H is in it, but it's not very amazing. What's that one you know where he's like takes those kids to like the chaperone? Yeah, <laughs> that was probably one of the corniest movies I think I, I have know, ever seen I have in my life. Triple H. <laughs> and the funny part there is, he was the authority had, yeah, on the bus. Time, I had to. I had to watch that, and I had to remind myself, like, this is the same guy that took a sledgehammer to people's faces oh, and yeah. had Stone Cold right. ran over at one point in time. This is where he's amounted to now. Chaperoning the <laughs> kid. All right. Not this punk, don't even know. Okay, now we're going to bounce back and forth, because I don't like talking about topic too long, but we're going to back to Brock. If this is how we guys, run, man. If you guys could pick one guy to headline with Brock, who would it be? It could be Roman, whoever you want. But if you had to pick one guy right now to push into Roman Reigns' spot, well, who would it be? Sharon, I'm going to let you answer this one first because mine's going to be a very short. Well, not no, it's not going to be short. It's going to be a very passionate answer. So please take the race okay. first. No pun intended. 
Well, I mean, there's there's two guys that I like that I, that I would want to see in the main event, but if I had to pick one, it would be obvious. It would be Seth Rollins. Seth so. Rollins. I'd like to say that too, actually. Okay, Travis. Well, oh, I thought I'm sorry. I, I thought of Sherrod. Were you not going to give the reason why you thought Seth Rollins oh. was going to be there? Oh, well, I mean, the reason why is why not? You know, he's been in every major uh, main storyline for the past six, seven months. You know. Mm-hmm. Also, being in those storylines, he's gotten better every time. You know, every time he's on Raw or SmackDown or pay per views, he's getting better. Mm-hmm. He's getting better. He's getting better, and I feel he's ready. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree there. Travis, your turn. I don't think this answer is going to be really a shock to anybody. But don't make it a twenty-minute uh, answer. Just give a few. I won't make it. I won't make it a twenty. I'll make it. I want to give my opinion once in a while. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> okay. Well, like I said, I won't make it a 20. I'll make it a 10. Uh, obviously, my pick would be Daniel Bryan. And it's it's not because I'm a fan of the underdog story. What I'm a fan of is success. And Daniel Bryan, despite what WWE wants to think, and despite what a lot of detractors who don't like the fact that Daniel Bryan isn't the WWE prototype, Daniel Bryan is the most over guy in the WWE today. He is the most popular guy, even more so, in my opinion. You can debate this depending on how you want to go about it, but he may even be more popular than John Cena. And before anybody says that that's ridiculous, let's look at this real quick. Daniel Bryan gets cheered by the kids, your main demographic. Daniel Bryan gets cheered by women for different reasons, uh, he gets cheered by the guys. Daniel Bryan has every legitimate demographic behind him. John Cena, depending on how you want to go about it, yes, John Cena gets a reaction, period, from the crowd. There's a reason he's still the face. He gets a reaction, whether good or bad. But Daniel Bryan, he is the most over guy, and it's it's a shame because it's like I was t- explaining to somebody earlier this week. You remember the days in WWE when the most over guy, like a Stone Cold, for instance, was given the ball and actually ran with it? Okay? Right. Those, day, those days are gone. Because well, yeah. not necessarily. Even, no, they are. Times because, always change. I mean, yeah. is probably going to take the reins here in the next seven or eight years, so... It, but he's going yeah, to. Yeah, but I mean, all the reports going thing. on is that Triple H is the one that's backing. Triple H is the one that can't pick Roman Reigns to be the guy. I don't know. That's all rumors, though, too. That's nothing's. I that's mean, true. I actually I've wrote all, about I've six or seven months ago. Yeah, I actually wrote about six or seven months ago or more about all the rumors about Vince. Um, it wasn't. Oh, wait. That is right. Oh, wait. I've heard both rumors, basically. Both things. Triple H's forum or Vince's forum or both of them. The opposite. So, I mean, you can't say one guy's form, one guy's not. I think it's the creative team that gets into Vince's ears, too. It's not just Triple H. No, but I think I think Vince has a lot to do with it because I, I saw he something... Loves the big guy. Uh, I saw something three days ago where they were they legitimately... The, the, the title of the article was WWE not giving it to fans this year. Yeah, which I saw it, too. It was, it was ridiculous to read that because it's like, wait a minute, you're not giving in to the fans? So what you're saying is you basically well, you like don't care about your away. fans. You don't care about who your Travis. fans are for. You're going to put who you want? No. 
Travis, are you on a... Travis, are you on, like, a speakerphone now? Because you sound like you're far away. No, no, I'm not on speakerphone. Okay, now it sounds completely different. If you're on a podcast, don't get on speakerphone. Man, if this was Stone Cold, Stone Cold would open a can on you. Well, I'm not First off, I'm not on speakerphone for the third time. I'm not on speakerphone for the Sounds fourth like time. You, you, know what's so, you know what's so crazy about the whole thing is that, you know, McMahon is all about money. He, he can make so much more money by exactly. putting things right in main event matches. Yeah, you exactly. Know, not just Bryant, but, you know, using, you know, utilizing Dean Ambrose better. Utilizing, These, you know, Bray Wyatt better. You know, Dolph Ziggler. Like, he can make so much money by... And it's weird because, like you said, they're not they're not giving it to the fans. But if you're all about money and you're all about you know, improving your product, millions of dollars, then you would give the fans what they want. Yeah, uh, next and topic. I mean, at the end of the day, if you want a, a good tell-all story, Daniel Bryan said it best on Raw. If he if they would have, and in my opinion, should have had Daniel Bryan win the Royal Rumble. What better story do you have going into WrestleMania than Daniel Bryan versus Brock Lesnar? The ultimate, like, yeah. even, I was so happy yeah, but the same comparison, the, the ultimate David versus Goliath. Here's the thing, you know? we've, we've seen it before, I love Daniel Bryan, and I, I would like to see the match, but also, in a real-life aspect, I mean, come on, Brock Lesnar versus Daniel Bryan, it's obviously, you have to really disband your belief because some guy in well, the not really. is going against Daniel Bryan. Look at just look at the size. If it wasn't Brock Lesnar, but someone of the same size, maybe. But mm-hmm. since Brock Lesnar also has a UFC, you know, freaking fighter, he could kill Daniel Bryan right. in real life. I'm, I, I'm honest, I agree. I'm sad, but it's well, I agree. You could say the same but, thing with him and with him and Roman. Yeah, but at least Roman it kind of looks like a size and same stature. You, you don't but have to expand your on. belief as much. It's just true. That's 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 the same belief that Vince McMahon has. Is it's all about the size. But let me let me tell you well, something. Well, don't put him on, don't guy, put him on the card against guys that are too big a size. So if Daniel Bryan's the champion, don't have him right. go against big guys like Brock Lesnar for a while. If you want to give him a no, I know. Brain, give him a gun like I know. But big, hold on, but, hold on. What I was going to say uh, to to be like the ultimate David Goliath storyline, and, and to your point, like you're saying, can you really be convinced that a guy Daniel Bryan's size can beat a guy like Lesnar? I've seen guys in the jiu-jitsu class and jiu-jitsu. bowling. No, but, about dude, wrestling. it doesn't matter. Of course it, it does. It, it doesn't matter. It does not matter. There are guys, dude, anybody can get knocked out with one punch or kick. Okay, nobody, right. nobody's immune to that. But okay? that's not the kind of match we're watching. We're going to be watching a professional wrestling match full of holes no, and right. clutches. But you're saying you want, you, want, you want it to be believable. Nobody thought at first that Shawn Michaels, for a guy his size, who's at most six foot three, Yeah, but he didn't go against a lot of big guys during his time. What, he did. Wanted, yes, he did. He well, faced a lot Michael of big Smith, guys. He faced Shawn Michaels. He faced HBK. Undertaker. Dude, yes. yeah, but, eight, but Taker, to me, he's a big guy, but he's not like... Um, He's not like crazy strong big guy. Yeah, he could tombstone somebody, but he was never the kind of guy who would you know power bomb somebody or suplex him in a hold for ten minutes Goldberg style. I mean Brock Lesnar. Okay, what about Diesel? Guys. What? What about Diesel? Diesel, Diesel yes, Diesel's one of those big guys. But Shawn Michaels' okay, Shawn most Michaels rivalries. What? Shawn Michaels fought him. You're trying to talk about. And he made you those believe it. Things. Yeah, he made yeah, you believe true. that. It's true. Right. So that's right. what I'm saying. If you, if you look at you know, if you look at the you know the match with CM Punk and Brock, you know that was, you know, yeah, CM Punk was over match, but that was a good match. I just feel like you know, I just feel like, like I said earlier, there is no way possible unless you know Lesnar comes out with a concussion and 
broken ribs and broken ankle. I do not see how Roman Reigns is going to beat him. Whether it's you know he he has the size or he looks tough, I just don't see it. And you know, to me, you know, Bryant, regardless of his size, regardless of you know Brock's you know strength, you know, Daniel Bryant should be in the main fit. Because at the end of the day, you know, they always say that the, the WrestleMania is for the fans. You know, WrestleMania right. is the biggest pay-per-view that they're supposed to present their best show to the fans. Now, how, as a fan, how can you sit there and, you know, and get excited? I mean, we're like, you know, 60, maybe 58 days away from WrestleMania. And I'm sure, you know, just like I was, you know, in WrestleMania 17, you know, with The Rock and Austin, I was excited for that, leading up to WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If, if Daniel Bryan, if we knew right, as of right now that Daniel Bryan was going to go one-on-one with Brock Lesnar, people wouldn't even wouldn't really talk about, okay, well, you understand. They would just be saying, hey, I, I can't wait to see this match. Exactly. And that's, and that's, and that's to your point exactly. And it's, it goes right back to what CM Punk said in his, in his uh, documentary, which also you can view on WWE Network. Um, he, he said it best in his mind, and I think this is the the overall census of the mind of every wrestling fan, the best good guy fights the best bad guy at the biggest show of the year for the biggest prize that you can obtain. Daniel Bryan is the best good guy in wrestling right now. Brock Lesnar. And I love that, man. How do you do that? They're doing a disservice to themselves, in my opinion. Okay, last kind of question, then we'll go into some other stuff. Okay, it's let's make let's keep it short because it's a lot of, a lot of Roman Reigns talk. But uh, what do you think Triple H is going to say on Raw? Will he, do you think Roman Reigns' empire will crumble down soon? Well, yeah. Go. <laughs> I know, corny, but I had to. Ramsey was good all, ladies and gentlemen. One can hope, right? Was it? One can hope. And what do you think Triple H is going to say? You think he's like. I, I, here's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking either he's gonna change directions completely and maybe make uh, Reigns like kind of prove himself a match and see if the fans will uh, give him you know more cheers for it. Like maybe put him in a uh, royal, not royal, King of the Ring kind of style thing where you have to go go against like ten, twelve guys in a bracket kind of circle. That would be awesome. That'd be kind of cool. That's what I'm hoping for. That, That'd there's be no awesome. ru- there's no rumors online or nothing. Not just my hopeful. So whatever. The second thing is. He's um, maybe going to push somebody else into like a triple threat kind of scenario uh, for Fastlane or for WrestleMania to see who can go against The Rock. What do you guys think? Mm-hmm. And, you know, if they were going to go that route, is that... I, I think it hurt honestly, Reigns. <laughs> on, yeah, honestly, I don't, I don't see... I honestly can't even guess as to what exactly the announcement is because this is, this is coming back to where I think big. they're trying to... I think they're trying to incorporate a little bit of the reality of what we all know about wrestling into the storyline a little bit, which is always good. That always yeah. helps, in my opinion. Um, but to answer your question, if if anything, I can see them throwing Roman Reigns and into a triple threat match. And I know Sharon would like this, and honestly, I think it would be pretty damn good. But I think it would be cool to have Roman Reigns uh, win his shot to really prove himself if he deserves it in a triple threat against Seth Rollins and Daniel Bryan. Yeah, that'd be cool to see. I think that I think that would be really cool to see as a number one as like a number one contendership match. You know, have well, Seth yeah, Rollins. Yeah, if, if he wins that, if, 
if he wins that match, he's still going to get booed because <laughs> yeah, once again, like yeah. the fans, the fans are going to feel like they were played again. Because if you put all right, number one contenders match, Reigns, Rollins, Bryan, instantly they're going to they're going to want Bryan to win that match. So if he doesn't win, then that's another backlash, you know, to Roman Reigns. How about this? They have an elimination chamber match. Reigns is in the middle. Eight guys in the chambers, and Reigns is to go against each and every one of them. And if I did, you say eight eight guys? Whatever. The craziest elimination chamber ever. Eight. And Reigns in the middle, (laughs) so nine. He has to fight every one of them, every five minutes. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to also say since uh, this is rumbling reality, uh, the Elimination Chamber only has six guys totally. Yeah, I'm making it crazy. <laughs> yeah, but that's count. not reality. Well, reality is whatever we wanted to make it be. My show, my okay. rules, wrestling. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. I just hope whatever whatever he says tomorrow, so it's not doubt. Yeah, honestly, I'm just looking. I'm just looking forward to it. I don't. I don't want to take a guess because I honestly don't have a legitimate guess as to what it could be. I just think it's going to be interesting. Okay, this is going to be a game. You ready for a new game? I invented a new one. Oh my! The inventions are back. <laughs> yeah, this is probably going to be. Um, I wouldn't say it's not. It won't be as um, uh, short as the um, two words for it because it. It requires a little bit of uh, details to your answers. It's called Yes or No Go. Basically, I'll give you guys matches that are possible for WrestleMania or the future, and you tell me yes or no go. Okay? I actually like your idea. What? I like your idea. Thanks. I was trying real hard to find another game I could switch back and forth from so the fans don't get bored. I, I like that. I give you props on this one. Thank you. What about the other one? I give you props on this one. Thank you. Okay. Sharon. <laughs> Sharon, what do you think about Dolph Ziggler versus Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania? Yes or no go? Yes, and I think it would absolutely steal the show. Perfect. Uh, Travi, John Cena versus Rusev at WrestleMania. Uh, it's going to happen, uh, despite even though they've yes already... Yes or no go? It's a, it's a yes go. I like it. Yeah, actually, I don't mind it either because it helps Rusev. You know? but, and, that's, and, and that's my point. You know, John Cena, for it'll be for the second straight year at he's WrestleMania. He's player. John Cena's got... Yeah, he's helped. He's been... He's starting to help younger talent. Yeah, and that's and what I, I should do. I just hope Rusev wins. Down. Do what? I just hope Rusev wins. I don't, yeah. Honestly, I don't think Rusev will win. I, cause yeah. As I stated in my article, I think it's going to end in like a no-contest situation on Fastlane, and that's going to set up the rematch for Mania. Yeah. John yeah. Cena winning, though, that's not a bad thing, though, exactly. at WrestleMania. Again, this is one of the top he's guys. still the face of the company. Exactly. You yeah. know? So, I mean, him winning at WrestleMania, is to me... Is like that's, Cesaro or somebody yeah, else? Yeah, I, I get that at all, not, but I mean, I'm, I'm still kind of upset about last year, because I felt Wyatt should have won that match. Yeah, I, I'll be the first to admit I agree too, but I'm also a Bray Wyatt fan, so I'm kind of biased, you know. <laughs> but, Next one, uh, this is for Sharon. But I agree. Stephanie versus AJ Lee at WrestleMania. That's Ooh, one no of the go. rumors, but no go, no go. <laughs> Why? No, I have no interest in it at all. Why? Really? You don't uh, think it'd be good? I think it'd actually be decent to see. I mean, it'd probably be good as far as like entertaining and word of mouth because Stephanie's pretty good. 
Yeah, you know, they're both pretty good promo wise. Like, if you want to do that, I would rather see like Paige and AJ. No, you're right. Actually, I'd rather see a real wrestling match at WrestleMania and not just entertainment crap. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll second that too. I think either way it would be. I think it'd be cool either either match. To be honest. Um. Let's see. Steen versus Zayn at Takeover. Travis. Say what? Kevin Steen versus mm-hmm. Sami Zayn. Oh, okay, okay. You said Steen. So, basic WWE name Kevin Owens. For oh, those gosh, of I'm so sorry. I'm used to his independent name, Owens. <laughs> no, no, that's that's his real name. It's just, you threw me off for a, second, for, a second, for a second. I thought you said Sting. I was like, Sting oh. and Zane. How is that going to happen? <laughs> yeah, that'd be crazy to see <laughs> some fresh guy. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah that definitely, yes yeah, definitely a yes. Good. Um, Anybody that's never followed their careers uh, parallel at Ring of Honor, you're in for a treat. Yeah, I'm excited. Let's see. It's, it's, it's going to be good. Um, Sharam, uh, Daniel Bryan somehow being involved in the main event at WrestleMania. Yes or no go? Yes. 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 <laughs> We've kind of talked about yes. it. So <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I mean, it's just the more, you know, it's the obvious choice. It's what, it's what a lot of the fans want. It's what we want. That's true. It's just what we want. I want it really bad. Oh, by the way, um, just, to, just to reiterate in case Sharon didn't make his point clear just now. Yes. Okay. Yes. We hear this. Yeah. Travis. Yeah. <laughs> Travis, putting an NXT rivalry on a, on a WrestleMania or maybe even a fast line. Uh Yes. And NXT is is the NXT is the brand. Period. It's better than Raw, in my opinion. Way better than SmackDown. NXT is their best brand right now, it is. and it should NXT be highlighted at WrestleMania. H is controlling the whole bleeping show. Um, mm-hmm. my, my thing about that. My, my only thing about that. Do you do you think Vince would be upset if the NXT match out? was the talk of, of WrestleMania? No, I actually think yeah. I'm proud, honestly, because the whole point, at least the rumors backstage and all the talk, is the whole point is the NXT thing and Triple H really holding it is because he's gonna, it's really like his you know, pre-buffer before he gets the holds on a major company. So if it does well, yeah, right, but I know, it just but, helps him. Right, but as we all know, you know, this is a very like prideful man, so if, if, if the fans That's came true. out and said, wow, you know, this NXT match, it's better than, you know, the, the main event. Many, I think he might be pissed off. I think as yeah, long I as people are that. talking about wrestling and it's his brand and some sort and he owns it, I don't think he cares, honestly. And that, I, I totally disagree with that because let's, yeah, I think let's, let's, let's look at this to Sharon's point. Like you were saying, I can see where he should be proud that Triple H, who's been in charge of the NXT brand, you know, he should be proud that his son-in-law is creating such a successful brand, but... Let's look at something here. Let's say uh, Roman. Re- let's let's pretend in hypothetical situations Vince McMahon is the backer behind Roman Reigns. Okay, so he's booked Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar for the WWE title. That's his main event. Then let's say that you know, if they would have kept the the Sami Zayn Adrian Neville match um, and rivalry going all the way through WrestleMania, and they had those two fight again for the NXT title on WrestleMania, what match do you think is going to get a better reaction? You know, yeah. tell me that that wouldn't t- I mean, if you I'm were this big man. Wouldn't you? Gonna, I'm not saying it's not going to hurt him a little bit, and his ego is pretty big. It's, it's going to hurt him a lot. 
Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't think don't, I think, no, two guys who don't fit the WWE prototype image, because let's face it, Adrian Neville's all of about five foot eleven. Sami Zayn is not. He he's got the same build of a Daniel Bryan, CM yeah, Punk. Yeah, it's been proven and they the go last out four or five years and, that. Yeah, but it's been proven the last four or five years. WWE Vince is not too afraid to push a smaller guy. I mean, Daniel no, Bryan's Vince been champion. Like to do it, I know he's like to do it, but CM Punk being one of the longest the title holders ever and then our generation and he's the smallest guy mm -hmm. to hold the title and vince has the hearsay for him to do that it shows vince is not crazy about you know being small or big he just prefers them to be bigger and that's true and that cm punk basically proved it with his reign i mean that's a long reign to give somebody you don't think deserves it honestly yeah but What's that reign was on WWE programming. That's what I'm saying. The reign was on his show. So if that, I mean, if the reign, just say if CM Punk, you know, was the longest reigning champion on NXT and then did a WrestleMania match and outshined Vince's performers, I think he would be a little upset by that. Because, I mean, even though we know Triple H has a voice, all, it's all you know, in the company, it's, I feel like nobody, I feel like nobody pulls the strings until Vince says so. Well, here's the thing, though. It's Still, not... I, it's not not his company though. It's all his company. It's just just think of NXT like you're saying SmackDown or su uh, main event. That's what it is. Right. It's, it's just a different right. name. I, if you look, yeah, I, under under I understand that. Okay. I understand that. But just if you listen to you know the interviews with Vince, even the last one he did with you know with Stone okay. Cold, yeah. you know Vince is a shark. He, I mean, he wants even though you know he probably loves Triple H and you know loves the fact that he's in his family. He still wants to be known oh, as the guy that's better, yeah, you know, like, so he oh, doesn't, yeah. I mean, I agree with you. If, you know, if the NXT match outshined, you know, the main event match, I think uh, he would still be, you know, he would be upset by that because in the end, he wants the WrestleMania main event to be the most talked about. I don't know yeah, why he but here's the thing, a lot of Roman Reigns in there, but. You know, a lot of times, the last couple of years, and I mean, there's, take about 20 years of WrestleMania's. The main event's not always the one that's talked about. It's called the Show Stealer, which is usually like not always, but it's the Intercontinental kind of title or those kind of style of guys. Those are usually the most not popular true. matches. Not, not well, always, well, and, not always true. And that but the Taker, to, yeah, Taker's but that not the title holder match, and Taker's match is always talked about more than the main event is. So look at, look at the last. Right. But Another that's example. the problem, though, is Vince, uh, I, despite what despite what he would like to think, yeah, that's great. He's still having his main event players talk about. But I think the fact that he would get upset over the fact that two guys who are essentially, in his mind, mm -hmm. considered rookies and aren't even considered a part of his image for what he sees as a star. Well, Neville's a pretty have good guy. He's not like tall, but he's, he's pretty jacked. Who? Neville's not a tall guy, but he's pretty jacked. If Neville were to be like in some kind of yeah, he doesn't really he doesn't Yeah, this is the same guy that they're talking about bringing up to the main roster with a freaking Mighty Mouse gimmick. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I, I, I read that. That's true. Tell me, tell me that is not a slap in the face to Adrian Neville if they were to slap a stupid mask on him and say you're going to be like a superhero like Mighty Mouse. Okay, really. Yeah, like that, that pisses me off because even though Neville, to me, I don't like him that much, but he is great in the ring, and I, wa I like watching his exactly. matches. So that will just hurt exactly. him. I'm tired of the crap. Let's keep moving that on. Would hurt. We've got a couple more to talk and, about. And hold on, this. hold on. Hold on. Before we go any further, this is something I wanted to bring up in regards to NXT. Quick. quick. Uh, okay. NXT, we, all, we can all agree, has great wrestling. Do you think that uh, 
NXT as a whole, when they bring the guys up to the main roster, do you think some of those guys think, man, we had it better down there than we do up here? Because if let's say let's say they do that and they go the route of making Neville a Mighty Mouse type gimmick, do mm-hmm. you really think that he's going to have the same level of success that he did, uh, that or like he has right now down in NXT, and have that on the main no. roster that kind of gimmick? No, you know no. exactly. That's a good question. Actually, you know, I guarantee you those kind of guys. I mean, it's been proven many times. The guys come up from different companies, they just squash them. I mean, look at Goldberg exactly. coming back and other guys coming back to WWE for the first time. And this is in Diamond a own company, Page. too. DDP, yeah, that's a good example, too. But, I mean, they they squash them. At least on NXT, they get slotted times and they get to talk a little bit and they kind of get a feel of the crowd. So, I mean, mm-hmm. I think uh, I think if he does go to Raw or SmackDown, he's going to regret it. At least right now. Because there's so many hot stars right now, in my in my uh, view, at least. Ziggler, Brian, Ambrose. I mean, somebody like Adrian mm-hmm. Neville... They should probably hold to the NXT as long as possible and just keep making him a major star of NXT. Like make him like yeah. you make him the John Cena or whatever, make him John Cena of NXT or whoever you want him to be. But uh um, Oh Sami Zayn is that, I'll tell you that Sammy right now. Sami Zayn is but he but he's also is not gonna get the push even in the next year and a half if he goes to Raw or Smack maybe SmackDown. But if he goes to Raw or something like that, he will be watered down so quick. If they don't Who? push him, sh- Sami Zayn. If they don't push him, oh straight, yeah, yeah, I thought we were still talking about Neville, but yeah, hundred yeah. percent. If they don't agree push him straight, thing. yeah, if they don't push him straight to like the um, interrupting a John Cena or a Brock or something like that, they're just going to put or him Intercontinental in. title, even IC. Yeah, he, that'd be better than nothing. But still, Sami Zayn, Intercontinental out. champion would be amazing. He should be. He should work yeah. that way up. He shouldn't. It, it's cool to give guys a nice, awesome push to like the first main eventing area, like the big guys and stuff. But somebody like Sami Zayn, I think he should work her way up to like an IC area. That's smart. All right, let's keep going because we have a couple more topics and then we're done. Uh, who were we on last? Who was it? <laughs> who, who, who had the last question? Dang it. Uh, I think, well, uh, it was a... Uh, yeah, you were going to ask me a question before we start talking about the, uh, let's see, the NXT. Um, Sting versus Undertaker at WrestleMania. Sorry, Sharon got this one. Sorry, um, I'd probably say yes and no. I'll give Travis this one to make it short, Travis. <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, well, I think, okay. The only way I'm going to make this short is by <laughs> saying yes. I okay. want to see it. Okay, Travis, Sting versus Triple H at WrestleMania. Um. Yeah, I still, I still think that'll be a good match. You just want to um, see Sting. No, no, it's not that. It's just I'm, I'm glad that a Sting in general, um, yeah, is going to be wrestling in, in a WWE ring. But also on top of that, he's not going to be facing some rookie. That's and true. and, and yeah. in my opinion, he should he should never they should never throw him in the ring with any kind of up and coming star. He needs to strictly work with somebody who has been in the game long. Like even if he were to face John Cena, for instance. I wouldn't have a problem with that. Yeah, it just needs true. to be somebody who has just He's, as equal as star power because yeah, that's what he that. deserves. Last one for the day. Jerome, because of The Rock's interference at the Rumble, do you think it could be Triple H versus The Rock? Yes or no go? Yes. I mean, they did have the, if you guys remember, that little teaser where they were like arguing exactly. in the backstage about Booby Who and Yep. So, I mean, with that and, you know, what happened to the Royal Rumble when they came out, it's possible. 
So oh, who knows? I mean, they always had great matches, so it, it wouldn't be wouldn't be bad to see. Yeah, it'd be okay. great to see it, honestly. Anything else you guys want to add? Because I think this has been our longest podcast ever. <laughs> it's been an hour. Yeah, but at the same time, I have to say, I get another props to us. I think we, I think we all said last week's show was probably our best one in the now yeah. months that we've been doing this. But honestly, I think this one has probably been our best one because we each had such yep. strong opinions on More everything. Debates. That's what I want, though. I want three different people to have three different sides, so you know people can side with me more and hate you guys. <laughs> that's, that's what he really wants. No, I don't think I, I don't he think wants to be the, he wants to be the face. What? He yeah, that's the exactly the right. He wants to be the face of humbling reality. All in a heel. At the end, at the end of the day, though, just also for a heads up for anybody that is listening to our podcast, thank y'all for taking the time to listen to us. Because seriously, this yeah. is this is something that we all enjoy. Like yeah. wrestling is not just. Uh, form of entertainment for us. This is this is strictly yeah. something we've grown up watching and enjoying. And for y'all to take the forty or fifty or sometimes maybe even an hour to listen to our podcast is greatly appreciated. So thank you all for listening. Appreciate that's, it. Yeah. That's, thank you. That's, that's, that's yeah, no doubt. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, please please keep on listening because we say, we do this. Please subscribe. You can subscribe on that uh, iTunes area, Rumbling Reality. You can go to SoundCloud and subscribe. All those mm-hmm. things help, and if you could do a slight, tiny review, no, oh, hey, awesome guys, perfect, whatever, whatever you want to do. Share us with your friends, please. Share us with your friends. Share an article if you're digging one. We'd appreciate anything. Okay. This is what we do. As Mark this, Kenner said, this is how we do. What we do. That's yep. what we do. <laughs> I think we should have one <laughs> Yeah. I think we should <laughs> yeah. have like an unleashed version of Rumble in Reality, kind of like Stone Cold does. So oh, like, kind of, kind of like Steve Austin show. Exactly, that's what I just said. Where we can be a little bit more um, vulgar, uh, verbally free. Yeah, if somebody knows me or Travis, I'm not sure Sharon curses a lot, but yeah, when I'm talking about wrestling, yeah, I do. Or, <laughs> when I'm talking about wrestling, yeah, I do. I did it. it I did that last, last yeah. Sunday. <laughs> it gets heated. It gets heated. We uh, we did the same thing, Sharon, at the, at our at our Royal Rumble gathering. We uh, we had a lot of f bombs flying. <laughs> I mean, when I play Call of yeah, Duty or talk week. about wrestling or, or watch wrestling, it usually involves a couple of vulgar stuff. All right, guys. Yeah, this is the longest podcast ever. A minute and two seconds, man. Hope you guys enjoyed. A minute and two seconds? That's a short podcast. Oh, an hour <laughs> and two minutes. <laughs> I read it wrong. Thank you, Travi. <laughs> I'm tired. I'm probably going to go take a nap after this, honestly. All right, guys. Get some coffee. <laughs> Till next. Oh, I do got to say, probably sometime in the middle of the week, I might start like a small little news or rumbling reel right in the morning. One day a week, so look out for okay. that. Um, See what we were talking about, Sharon. He wants to be the face of the podcast. Let's add more notice to Ram Jam. Oh yeah. Well, I hope so. I'm <laughs> doing all the freaking stuff for it. But it's just going to be a small little. It's going to be like a small twenty minute, thirty minute thing, so people can listen to going to work or something to caught up on Raw if they don't want to read. You know, because some people like Travis they can't read, so I feel bad for guys like you. What the hell are you talking about? Okay, we gotta go. I'm getting tired. We gotta go. Yeah, now you're just making nonsense. <laughs> wow. Sharon's laughing. Yeah. Me up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, Till next time.
Till next time. All right, guys. Till next time. And as the macho man would say, till next time. Is that what was that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. There you go. All right, guys. <laughs> Bye. Later. All right, take it easy.